Hey guys, welcome to This Week I Learned. First thing we'll talk about is Google's outline tool, um, which is a self-hosted VPN solution. Uh, this was created by Google's Jigsaw team and uh, this is a tool for organizations to securely connect to the internet via VPN which they can host on their own server which they can keep safe instead of relying on the big uh, VPN solutions, big uh, data privacy solutions out there. So they can really be sure that their data is secure because they, uh, they are securing it physically in their own hosting solutions or you can also you know, deploy it to DigitalOcean if that's your thing and that's actually what they recommend on their repository so if you want to check this out you can just search Google Outline Jigsaw or something of that sort and uh, you'll find it there If you're into machine learning, AI, and natural language processing, you probably know what word to vec is. It's basically a way to convert words into vector to a vector representation. Uh, there's a new one called word to bits, which actually converts your word into a series, uh, a vector of bits instead of uh, uh, another representation, which is heavier. Uh, this makes your uh, representations uh, almost 16 times smaller, at least 8 times smaller. So, because you're converting instead of, you know, bytes, you're converting it to bits, which is smaller. So, this uh, representation is makes your data more compact than Word2Vec, makes it more uh, faster to process. So if you want to check this out for your own NLP projects, again, it's word to bit. Last week, we had a hackathon. And in that hackathon, my team built a tool collection for the company for Gap Labs. And one of the tools that we built for that tool collection is a link status eraserer, uh, which is my name for a link status checker. It basically what it basically does is you give it a link and it visits the link and gets all the the links there and checks for the statuses of those links. So that's basically it. Um, what I learned here was that you can't just scrape a page from the browser so yeah that's not possible so what I did was I created an express server and then my browser would just communicate to that express server and the express server would get the links and check their states their status so to achieve this I I set up uh, set up uh, an express server 
and then I used Axios and Cheerio to actually do the scraping. So using Cheerio, using using Axios, I I got a raw HTML response from the link, and then parsed that using Cheerio, got all the links, and then again check each link for uh, I actually got uh, made requests to each link and then got the response codes and then checked if they were um, errors or not so I basically checked if, if the status codes are 400 and above so if they are 400 and above they're inactive else they are active links so basically uh, what I learned here was I needed a node server to get uh, the links also to get the HTML content of a page because I couldn't do that from the browser so that's basically it if you want to check out web scraping with node you can try you know building an express server with Axios and Cheerio I started getting into Spark lately and uh, alongside that I started looking into data visualization. Now because I'm a web native I tried looking into the visualization for the web and yes obviously I encountered D3 and so I started looking into it but I'm a fan of React and D3 does not work well out of the box with React because D3 manipulates the DOM and React uses you know a virtual DOM so how do we reconcile those things so there are a lot of other uh, there are a lot of libraries for that but I'm currently looking at Brightcharts React which is a, a React wrapper for the Brightcharts library created by Eventbrite so um, it uses D3 under the hood and it looks real nice um, so it's one of the libraries I'm looking at apart from Nevo and Victory by Formidable Labs so the, these are a lot of great um, libraries if you're working with React but also want to work with D3 so definitely check them out if you're into the data visualization stage if you're building CLIs, you should check out Heroku's OCLIF or the Open CLI Framework. So this tool basically helps you build your own CLIs with JavaScript and Node uh, using that framework. So it makes it easy to get or uh, set up your arguments and your outputs for your CLI. So this um, tool helps you create professional looking and easy to use CLIs for your projects. Or alternatively, it could be a project unto itself. So definitely check it out if you're into the CLI space. Uh, there are a lot of things you can do and you should definitely check this out.
Next, if you deal with Jupyter Notebooks and you've always wanted to work with them without installing them on your machine or another machine because they're a hassle, you might want to check out Azure Notebooks. They're a solution that allows you to work with Jupyter Notebooks on the cloud and all you need is a Microsoft account. So if you're a data scientist that wants to uh, do quick operations on the cloud you could you should try Azure Notebooks so you don't need to have your hardware ready you just have to uh, use your Microsoft account to log into Azure Notebooks and you now have access to their cluster and you can run your commands there so again it's Azure Notebooks by Microsoft <music> So that's it for me this week and uh, these coming weeks I'll be dealing with AI I'll be coming back into the AI space after a month of doing other stuff like project work so definitely check out the coming episodes and they'll mostly be around AI web and maybe DevOps we'll see what we learn uh, I won't keep myself shut with new stuff so again this is this week I learned and thank you for listening.